stories brought to you by Refuge Ministries Canada. For the next half hour, your hearts will be filled with hope as you hear real-life stories from individuals that have been changed by the power of God. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Refuge Freedom Stories. My guest today is Lehman Vassi. He is an American Christian singer-songwriter from Central Islip, New York. Formerly a secular neo-soul singer signed to Bentley Records, he discovered that his true calling was with the Lord after hearing an inspiring sermon by T.D. Jakes online one day. Welcome to the show. It's great to have you here. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Let's start with your interest in music. How did you get interested in becoming an artist, a music performer? Tell me a little bit about that. Well, you know, I've always sang in church and I've always sang in choirs um, at my school, but actually it didn't actually develop until I was older, about 26, 27 years old, when I was singing a cover on online. And it was a neo-soul song uh, called uh, Tyrone by Erica Badu. I was, just, I was just having fun. And then a uh, producer from my hometown discovered the, the song online and he, he loved uh, what I what I had done on Instagram um, covering the song and he invited me to his studio to record a song and I and I went and the rest is history. Wow it sounds like a great place to start singing in a church choir. I, I'd love to be in a church choir myself. I really would enjoy it. Absolutely. Obviously being in, in church giving you a good grounding for your faith and also for that range of voice and singing that you need to really let God's spirit come through, don't you think? Yes, absolutely. Definitely gave me a good vocal grounding with harmony, and God does that for, for all of us. So. For sure. Let's step back a little further in your journey of faith. So what actually spoke to your heart in the first place to give your life to the Lord? How did that all happen? You know, it didn't actually uh, start when I first, my, during my first single, you know, because it was kind of a very sexualized and things that, and, you know, almost, I almost lost uh, the passion for music until I found, found God, and uh, I heard the a sermon online by T.D. Jakes, and it inspired me to devote my entire life and my entire musical journey to God. Well, you never go wrong with that decision, that's for sure. So what was it in that sermon that spoke to you? Because it sounds like you'd already reached a measure of success in, and you being recognized and having those opportunities to sing. So what was it that challenged you in that sermon to change the course of the direction of your life and sing for God? You know, it's, it's, it's so many things. It was just um, his, his um, charisma his uh, and his love for, for God. And his, all my life I had gone to church, and, but I've never really seen anybody with that passion for God until um, I heard that T.D. Jake sermon. I would imagine that you can see quite a difference between the, the secular music world and the Christian music world. What do you see as the biggest differences? Oh, definitely. It's uh, the vocal prowess right now. And it's kind of just one of those things where God used to be, a lot, be in a lot of of uh, like R&B music and things of that nature. And this kind of drifted away now. And and when that drifted away, my passion went away up until I heard that sermon by T.D. Jakes. And it reminded me of all uh, the power of God and how when you sing through him, it's, it's, uh, comes out, it's a completely different experience. It's a, it's a very profound experience. I agree 100%. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about with how the Holy Spirit can move you. And and sometimes you just don't know who you're touching when you're singing. Absolutely. And, and that, is, that is why I do what I do and why I'm continuing to do what I do. 
Well, the joy of the Lord is, is all over you. I can see that in your face and it's, it's beautiful. Now that you're singing for the Lord, what venues have you sang in other than recording? And what have you seen happen in the lives of people that have been listening to you? Like, what's your biggest audience right now? It's been very tricky uh, performing. I did a performance last year at the Artist Market Festival. It was like a, uh, a tricky thing when it came to the pandemic you know so I, I did the best that i could i did i performed at an artist market festival and it was actually a really good performance and you know i uh, um the crowd did did enjoy it and i'm very happy about that and um and i'm always really especially since it wasn't an actual christian um you know, event and you know i did did touch people and and, it, and i loved the crowd's reaction and it was just it, it was just amazing it was just an amazing experience and i'm looking forward to doing that more do you find that you have a real connection with young people these days in terms of like the challenges that they face and and reaching their hearts through your style of music? Absolutely. And my style of music is very uh, contemporary driven. And yeah, mostly my most of my audience is definitely younger. I do have a lot of older ones. I would say I would be like an adult contemporary Christian artist mixed with the top 40 Christian artists and, you know, have a good mixture, actually. So I, w- I would say I definitely have a good, good connection. I'm always up to date with what's going on so I can give my message and to reach as many young people as possible, as well as older gen- generation. You talk about your message. What has God put on your heart to put into your music? Like, what is the fundamental driving passion i know it's obviously to sing for god like that's well understood and i can and i I get that but god gives us passions for different things that we see that we feel he needs us to represent him and talk about so what is he placed on your heart that's like the the highest importance for you right now like what kind of message are you delivering to people for right now, I have an upcoming EP called Under the Influence of Love. And it's based on a song, a gospel song by by a group called Anointed. So, And I've seen there's a, a big uh, drug problem in, in the United States and the world as well. I'm not um, in Canada as well. <laughs> Just yeah. all around the world, there's, there's a, uh, a drug problem. And he has, that EP is meant for to, to heal those who are struggling with addiction and to look for God and look for his healing. So you're really presenting message of hope and message of love and message of redemption. Yes. In a, in a very um, artistic way, obviously I'm not telling people what to actually do, but it's definitely to present something different to them. Yeah. Compared to, to what they would hear on the secular side of things. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Do you find that's really important? The way that we present the songs, like we don't want to copycat the world and just change the words. Do you know what I mean? We don't want to use like the same, like, do you, do you find that that really resonates with you that it has to be a unique sound for God? Definitely. Because um, that is why he chose me. He chose me to be that individual voice and he, he gave me that role and I'm, and I'm sticking to it because God is, is the boss. God is my boss. So I listen <laughs> to whatever he says and, and I enjoy doing it. Well, you'll never go wrong doing that. That's for sure. There's a a singer friend of mine, his name's Danny Brooks, and he's like a soul blues type guy. And he says, you'll never go wrong doing right. There's a lot of, a lot of truth in that for sure. Amen. Yes. Now what about, uh, what about your family? How has your family embraced this new path that you've branched out on? Oh, they, they love it. My, my family is extremely supportive. My mother is actually, was actually my Sunday school teacher. So she loved, she, um, (laughs) She definitely is 
glad that I went in the anointed path and I, and I'm glad too because it, I have so much joy for giving people the uh, the word of God. She would have been praying for you every single day of your life. <laughs> it's kind of hard to kind of hard to beat that, isn't it? Absolutely. And she is definitely the the biggest religious influence on, on my life. Being that she was my Sunday school teacher when I was three, four, five, six years old. And I'm so grateful for her to be in my life that she had guided me spiritually. But obviously, as an adult, I transitioned into finding my own path with, with God. And that was very important. So I did take a, a brief break in with the religion thing in between. But I found God again and, and with my own voice. We all have our own unique journey how we find our way to God. God never says it's going to be easy. He never changes. He never moves anywhere. It's us that drifts away from him. So your story that way isn't unique because there's many, many testimonies of people who have grown up in the church and and wandered away and then come back. And, you know, we all have different things and different experiences in life that kind of shape us and and mold us. God is so much bigger than all of that. What's been some of the the biggest things that you've seen God reveal to you of himself? (laughs) That is a a definitely a tough question because he reveals something new every day to me. Just about love and just uh, uh god is light god is everything and he reveals so many things to me and just to name one <laughs> that's it's gonna be kind of tough i'll go with with one um immediate one he has made me more of a giver definitely in many ways when i first started out at music i definitely felt the the ego getting um taking over my life and when i found god he has opened my heart and opened my mind to um, be a the giver that Jesus was in in the Bible. And I'm I'm so grateful for that. Yeah, it goes against everything that the world tells us. The world tells us it's all about us and we got to be the most recognized and we got to do this for ourselves. And and yeah, you're right. Like Jesus gives us a, a walk that is definitely at times contradictory to what the world is trying to get us to do. And we know where that comes from, right? We know that's the enemy. And I think that during this time period, we have so many people worried about being a billionaire and all of these things of that nature. And really, that's not why we are singing. We're singing to to uplift people and to get them through their darkest times. And money, Jesus spoke against greed and all of these type of things. And God has, has just opened my heart and mind to just, just being a humble human being, to be a giver and to and know that even when you give, even though you shouldn't be looking for anything return but it does come back to you tenfold given it shall be given unto you the bible says and when you're walking in that path there's just times of joy when you are trying to be obedient to god and he lays something on your heart the joy that you get when you act upon that you have no idea what the impact is going to be but but when you act upon it just that sweet presence of jesus is just amazing i believe that with my whole heart it's something that we're, we endeavor to do as well. And I think that's what makes the difference in the world is when people can really see someone who's walking with God. Um, that's, that's my prayer every day. I don't care what people think about me. I'm, I'm beyond that in my life. I, I, I really don't care. But what I do care about is being someone who represents Jesus honestly to the world. Um- even though we're never going to be perfect human beings, I see a lot of people tearing Christian artists down when, you know, we're having a bad day or we're just having a human moment. But obviously that's not 
God didn't make us to be perfect human beings. He, he made he he wants us to make mistakes and learn from them. He wants us to, you know, show that to the world. And this that's the part where I think as time goes on, you know, people will understand that that that's actually part of being a prophet. And preaching the word of God is showing those imperfections and that it's okay to not be perfect every day. But as long as you're following the right path, that's what God wants. God wants us to come back to him at the end of the day. It's, it's a journey, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> yes. There's times, as, as you've said, we're going to fail, stumble and, and whatever, but we can fall seven times, but yet God will raise us up, restore us. And there's hope who Jesus is. It's not about religion, as you well know. The church is one thing, and, and but religion's something entirely different than that. And that's not what we want to walk in. Yeah, I just want to really reiterate that to Christian artists that it is a listening to this and and this feeling like the world is kind of nitpicking all of their mistakes and things of that nature. And just just know that that is part of your ministry. That is part of your ministry to show your imperfections, but also show you always go back to God and at the end of the day. Agreed, 100%. And you don't have to be a, a Christian musician to, to show that to the world, right? Every guy like me or anybody listening. The Bible is full of testimonies and stories of people who've lived lives like that. Jesus took the ordinary and made it extraordinary for him. That is why I sing and that is why I praise him. That's perfect. So what do you see in the future? What kind of vision has God given you for the gifts that he's given you? I definitely see me singing about real uh, situations. And that's why I came up with Under the Influence of Love that's coming out on Good Friday in 2023. Um, and I'm, I'm making that to really, uh, to, just to really target a specific issue. Like that is addiction, you know, and a lot of people are struggling with that. And I know that God will, will do his job with that and just sending that message to the people who need it. Yes. Now, I'm sure that where you are in New York and as many other places in the world, homelessness and addiction kind of go hand in hand. So are there, there are opportunities for you to maybe hold an outdoor concert or something in those areas and minister to those people? Oh, yes. I will definitely be out in New York and I will be preaching and I will be singing um, his word and I will, I will be performing in New York City. Once again, even though I hadn't formed since last year, this album is special. So those who are struggling with addiction and want to be free. That sounds awesome. So let me ask you a question. Somebody you come across, they say, you know, I, I've heard you sing and, and uh, that's all great and well for you. They say, I'll give you two minutes of my time to tell me about God. What would you say to them? Two minutes of that he is, um, you know, and again, I'm not the type of person who really wants to push religion on people, but I, I would definitely give them a, a pamphlet to my church because I, it's, God is so much, God is so much, and God is everything. And, you know, I'm the type of person who w wants to really give them a full background of Jesus and, and God. And I, I would just, get, I would have to give them a a pamphlet to my church and to really know why I am filled with, with, with glory and why I'm filled with his testimony. Okay. So what is it about the uh, church that you go to that would impact somebody that much? 
charismatic leaders, charismatic, uh, and sometimes it really is. And for, for me, it's always about um, the passion that the preacher has. If the preacher doesn't have passion, you can't really uh, show anybody else how, how much, um, you know, what, what God means to them. And that's really what it is. And I would definitely will encourage them to come down and to kind of kind of see what's really happening there. Just so much to really tell them. And amen. <laughs> so on that note, let me ask you this. What's the name of the church that you go to? And where can people find your music and website? How could they get in touch with you? It's uh, UUSB, and that is in Stony Brook, New York. It is a universalist, uh, unitary universalist uh, church of Stony Brook. And that is actually, um, and it's such a good church and definitely should come down. And they can find my my music on any major digital music outlet out there, um, Apple Music, Spotify, just any anywhere that you can you can find and purchase music and you can, they can follow me on social media and they can follow me on twitter which is uh heisgodless.com slash he freed my soul facebook facebook.com slash sign love the artist and instagram uh, instagram.com slash sign love the artist thank you so much for being here and i'm looking forward to your album coming out on good friday on 2023 and just pray blessings upon you and your ministry. Look forward to hearing about everything that God's going to use you to do. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for having me on the show. Hey, God bless you. Thank you. Too. Thank you. The devil wants me. Can't you see that I am a child of God? I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. He's over. He's coming for me. Can't you see that I am a child of God? I'm going, I'm going, I'm going, body's over. Away from me, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going, body's over. Praise his name, make a way.
I hope that you have enjoyed the last half hour as much as I did. Thank you again to Refuge Ministries Canada for hosting the show. So until next Friday, may God richly bless you with peace, love, and happiness. We at Refuge Ministries are so blessed by the success of Refuge Freedom Stories and podcasts. In addition, we focus on youth prison ministry, release kits, and many other diverse outreaches to the needs of our community. As a nonprofit, there are many costs involved, however, and we are asking for your support. Financial gifts can be made via our website at www.refugeministriescanada.com or by calling 519-701-0108. Your giving makes this work possible, and we thank you in advance for your support. That's 519-701-0108. God bless you.